Fun fact about Bron. When she was having or post having her first baby, the midwife said kindly to her, we're going to need to get you in the shower. And so she passed over a tiny Ari and trottled off and the nurse said, twaddled, that's a word, let's go with it. And he was my third. How many drinks have you had? (laughs) It's 5.20, Bron. That's seven. And um, she said, "I'll get you. I'll get you clean clothes out." And she went away and came back as Ron bathed her poor tired body, and said, I, "I can't find a single clean undies in here." And Ron was like, "There's heaps. There's heaps and heaps and heaps." And she pulled out these undies, looking horrified. This poor twenty-something is like, "These aren't clean." They were clean. <laughs> They were, this is a fun fact about being in your 30s. How old are your undies? Oh, oh, decades. Oh, my God, mine too. They are so old and I love them so much. They're the best. Much. They're the best. Oh, I found a size. I love them. They're, they're great. so comfy. They Never will they body. be replaced. They've got holes. They're the right height. Sure, they've got some discoloration. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Ain't no one judging that <laughs> except for 20-year-old midwives. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was it? We just, I just wanted to sit her down and say, I'm going to teach you about the birds and the uh, bees. I said, oh, no, she showed me them and they did in the her, in her youthful hands. They looked so bad. And I said. They're probably the, older than her. Yeah, they were. I said, oh, you're right, not uh, those ones. But they were beautiful and I regretted are. it. And every time I buy new undies, I'm like, you're not right. <laughs> you don't belong here. <laughs> They're supposed to be awful. They are. Suck it up. Hello and welcome to Good Sheilas, the podcast that will turn your stomach and warm your heart as we reflect on what makes us all tick. I'm Bron, a comedian. And I'm Claire, a human rights lawyer. And we're longtime friends, short-time mums and lifetime dickheads. Each episode we tackle something in the media as well as something in life that's kicked us in the gut. So strap yourselves in, mongrels, and get ready for Good Sheilas. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How Hello. are you? Back in the studio. Yeah. We're doing the real. We were only... 10 minutes late. Hey, it's normal to it's be in the fine. studio. It's fine. I had to change my undies. Yeah, exactly. No, it's normal. To, we're just in the studio. It's we're super normal. We're just in the studio. It's fine. It's normal. It's Everything's normal. nice and normal. Yes. So we're our second episode in the studio and we've had one bit of very helpful feedback. Oh, we've had, no, we've had great. Oh, by the way, I've had heaps of people text me or message me or DM Aww. me sliding in every, every, DM. every crevice I got. <laughs> They're like, hey, sound sounds great. Oh, and I'm like, so cool. Nice. What about what about the content? They're just like Ooh. crickets. <laughs> <laughs> crickets. Oh. But the, yeah, the sound does sound good. That's good. We at least can deliver on one thing now. Exactly. Fidelity. Hey. <laughs> High fidelity is in the sound, not like oh. we're green. No. <laughs> not, not for me. Fid- not not fidelity for me, kind means lady. the clarity of sound. Okay. <laughs> Only one uh, shall deliver on that, <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> oh, golly. It is, um, 
it, it has been a great, it's a great time to be back. It is. And, and great also, time to be alive. one thing you were about to mention, but I'm going to you steal your that. thunder, is we've had people say, or more than one person actually say, where did you guys when go? Did you, and why didn't you say where you go? We, were, we went away, okay, for a we bit. We go away. We go away for a bit. Hey, back. hey, hey, relax. But why Why did we disappear? So we were really dedicated to this podcast. It was slow it down. And I've moon. reflected, yeah, I reflected on this, Claire. We did it in, that we did it in the Melbourne lockdown. Like we yeah. were like. You guys should really just send us money. No. Or applause <laughs> or something. We you want Melbourne lockdown. No, we don't want to. We've made that clear. We did, we, we we did it. Like, we were like really diligent. I remember we went at work. There was a week where we missed it and we both were like far out. People will be, People so, will be upset. so upset. <laughs> oh my God, the ego. They will Melbourne's lockdown couldn't get any worse. <laughs> yeah, no, but we were so diligent. And then I moved to Brizzy and yeah, then we, we, kept dr- doing it. we kept doing it. We tried. Yeah, but then, and to be fair, not every episode was great. Um, uh, yeah. No, I'm not going to say that any of you listened to those ones. <laughs> we just didn't post them. So if you've listened to one you thought this was shit, there were shitter there ones. There were way worse. There, oh, were, there were some terrible ones So we were just like, we cannot put this on the internet. Yeah, we cannot. Yeah. Either we were too maggot or too uh, sad too sad yeah it was just like we're, we're both we're just depressed yeah so exactly like, it's just hey, like hey welcome to Coachella's. what colors your world <laughs> fun fact about claire i'm sad <laughs> and i'm like that is fun <laughs> unlike everything else in my life yeah it was yeah there was some dark times no one we that yeah we went through a lot of different things both um like you know like situations were Hard time was tricky, but also mentally we both had our own peaks and troughs. Yes. Rocky. A rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll. But, but then now we came back and we really thought about it and we're like, no, we do want this we to work. Because it do like there wasn't it's like, real nice. Of all the shit episodes that have come out, it still remain like it it does it is does bring us joy and brings us joy it does and it was really hard to make space for it for a while it's really it hard still to make is babe it. how did we get here today? i don't know it was very chaotic mm. it's hard but it's a, it is an act of love and i think yeah we, we we individually had our own struggles and made it really hard to come to the table because we have to prepare for this we have to do research we have to read the news we have to think about content it's not just we, like we show up and just vomit out of our bums Mm, I don't undies, don't speak and too then soon. Go to the hospital, yeah, and show them to a poor midwife. No, no, no. <laughs> but we do, yeah. It is. It's, it's time. Like I know that this is like this is a night where I'm not supposed to be gigging, and I'm here, and it, I'm glad I am. I'm not saying I'm not, like, but I know you? that I know that it <laughs> applies pressure to my family that is already falling apart. Oh. But it, no, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. But I, it, it means this means something to me, yeah. and this is not like I, like I've got, and this is something maybe you can speak to this as well Claire like I've got no, you know that I'm busy I'm glad I was hoping you'd be silent for the whole episode uh is like you know we've got the like different you know you've got different parts of you and in comedy I can do a little bit of FEMO stuff but sometimes that polarizes the just audience just for people who aren't from Brisbane that means I'm feminist oh my god how dare you I love my <laughs> Brisbane people no one in Brisbane listens to this but I do love them but it is it yeah so it uh, I can't bring my rage 
to my to the stage no. in, in and I also can't bring the rage to my house or to Ari because <laughs> they yelling because you're a white man exactly <laughs> I'm like hoping he's gay with all my might no he's lovely he's can be whatever he wants to be because that's how the world except works except a straight white man exactly no as long as he's poor and I'll make that happen <laughs> I can make that happen this just is, don't with, achieve Ari will be very disappointed the inheritance he is getting he is on his He's way. Set, set, set. Exactly. <laughs> so this is this is the part where I can like vent my rage. And Claire, I've got rage today. Ah, oh, me too. I'm really fucking angry today. Yeah, great. And we're going to talk about why a bit later. Because <laughs> that's in the personal part. Because like we said part. at the start, we've got two parts to this podcast. The first part is something with something in the news that has sparked our interest. Mm. And then the second part is uh, something that has happened in our lives um, individually or mutually. And then we rage about that or <sighs> laugh about it but today is a little bit of a rager sorry yeah, it is a little bit of a disclaimer we do talk a little bit about um sexual assault sexual assault yeah. today yeah so that's a bit later on in the podcast it won't be early on we'll do another flag when we talk about it um why we're a bit cross today but cross. just if you feel like that's not a safe space for you totally fair enough go yeah. and do something better with your life yeah or you could listen to last week's which was not very triggering because honestly, I don't know what we talked Who knows? about. I don't remember. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know, actually. <laughs> it was seven days ago. Come on, Claire. Oh. The first thing we want to talk about is something that's happened in the news. I yes. found this uh, on the internet. Have you heard of it? I haven't. Is it on my car? <laughs> it's on the It's on the car, yes. It's in your car, probably, actually. You've got such a fancy car now that you're fancy. Beep, beep. Uh, it, I found uh, there was a woman in um dubai was she on the internet she was wow willingly <laughs> like all of us <laughs> like all of us dissolves <laughs> looking for validation she was on the internet they report she was the internet was going bananas because this woman in dubai uh, spent seven thousand dollars a month on her own self-care mm. and people were up in arms about this so she was a uh, context it wasn't like she was on the dole and it was doing gofundmes for her um for her self-care she was very well off she'd married a millionaire they had heaps of money she spent that money on something that in like a quotation marks is self-care what is self-care i'm still a bit confused as to what that is oh i have opinions i believe <laughs> you but it is so she and it was like was lots of things like i think she spent 700 700 dollars a month on personal trainers she spent heaps of money on mani pedis hair whatever all of these things clothes let's, let's actually let's actually go through her quote unquote self-care self-care so this is, again, what has been reported in the media. She spends $1,115 on skincare and makeup. This is all in Australian dollars. A grand on fitness training, spa trips, body sculpting and laser. Uh, two grand on clothes. Did I already say that? Let's make that No, you just strongly. said clothes at the start. Nails, $892 a month. It totals wow. 7 dollars a month. None of that is self-care. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's <laughs> laser. That's not fun. Nails is horrible. It hurts and it's sore. Oh, and I want to get my I nails do, I do, done. but only because only I'm like bad nails. 
bad woman. Mm. Good nails, sexy woman. I feel great <laughs> when I've got good nails. Yeah, but it's the, like, I mean, I'm looking at what this 23-year-old woman married to a millionaire pays for and I feel so just annoyed and tired that the media is saying this is self-care because it's not. It is making yourself look better so dudes want to fuck you. Mm. It is not self-care. Self-care is something that nourishes you. And the only reason these things are nourishing this woman is because that she is doing them to adapt to society's wants for how she should present herself. Yeah. I mean, no one fucking lasers themselves and it's like, oh, yeah, I feel really I feel amazing. I feel amazing. I know it might be, but that is, I just can't imagine it. It is all. It's the end result, right? Exactly. It's like my vagina is smooth, so men want to fuck me. You please yeah. don't say that again. It just makes me so angry. And I thought we were past this. Like, come on, guys. No like, way. This was in all of these different newspapers. It's presented as self-care. Just spend a minute to think. But the thing what was interesting is that whilst she spent $7,000 on self-care, uh, people were, like, angry at her for they being rich. They were so angry at her. They're like, her. oh, my God, how wasteful. Look. It's like, well, who, wait on a minute. <laughs> Why is she doing it? Look, I feel that's a com- that's a complicated, different question, right? We are in a period of massive social inequality and it's really, really felt by big portions of our community. And honestly, I feel like if you're spending that much money on yourself every month and you have those resources, it's a bit of a shitty thing to do, to put it on the internet and just rub it in everyone's faces. Like, unnecessary. It is unnecessary. Oh, Yeah. But that is what the internet is. Have you not seen it? Like, I told uh, you I don't know what it is. I will. T- it's in your car, Claire. Uh, <laughs> the internet is, it's a place where people be like, look how well I've done. And, and also, money is part of that. <laughs> but it just, oh, just the whole thing just made me feel really annoyed. It was one of those articles that I clicked on willingly and hated that I clicked yeah, on it. Yeah, you I just felt bad about I just, yourself. Yeah, and I just let the person like the papers that produce shit like this to be like yeah people want to see this yeah but I was like but I'm genuinely confused as what self-care is oh well it's not look it's something I have thought about recently a lot and we we are planning on doing an episode about this it is not pedicures it is not manicures it is not waxing it is not tanning it is not anything that preps your aesthetic self that is maintenance to meet social expectations. Yeah. And, and, but I remember there was a, and this, I'm not criticising you at all and or, or saying that what you're saying is incorrect, is uh, about a year ago or something I went and bought, I went to Maya begrudgingly and bought um, two bras because I ha- on sta- I'd, I hate wearing bras mm. but I have to wear them on stage because... Uh, otherwise it, it takes away from what I'm doing. If yeah. there is like, if they can see that there is no bra, then they will, they will focus on that and it, and it's annoying. I need all of the respect I can get up there and um, I don't need any reason for them to not treat me as a human being, like a human being. So wear a bra on stage, don't like it, I have to. Um, and I bought these two bras and you're like, they're lovely bras. And I was like, yeah, thanks. I got them from Maya, they were really expensive. And you're like, yeah, self-care. And that would be mm. self-care for some people but it's absolutely not self-care for me I was like oh no I'm doing what you were saying before which is ticking the boxes of what I'm supposed to look like in a public space it's a really good pull out and I I brought I'm wearing 
it's very hot in here. Yeah. So you can see my bra right now. I'm wearing a lovely, very expensive bra that I bought um, about a year ago for this, like for different reasons. So I was like, I want lovely bras that make me feel good. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, do these actually make me feel good? I mean, they're... I hate bras. They're just... They're uncomfortable. There's no such thing as a brand that's not uncomfortable unless it's a crop top. And then like. I fucking love crop tops. I love crop tops so <laughs> much. And then your boobs, because we're older, your boobs start going southward. They're not very supportive, but God, they feel good. But then there's the pressure of knowing your boobs don't look good. And so you wear yeah. the fucking underwire, shitty things that cut into your body and make you feel just rigid yeah so is a bra self-care i, I don't, don't know. know i don't know any. I don't it know. might be for some people yeah exactly it might be and this is the thing you can't tell somebody else what self-care is although i will try to tell you you will <laughs> i would i would but um, <laughs> but it's it's if you're doing it for someone else it's not self-care yeah because it's not for you and that's also complicated because oh, if you do so if you do it with someone else and they're like they're like oh that makes me you know because some people are the givers like yeah. you make you make food a lot and for me <laughs> you make food you're like I love making dinner like you know you come to my house and you make dinner at my house I'm like why are you doing that it's the worst job ever my, my partner said this to me the other day I was like I bought you this thing and he's like oh you you buy a lot of presents and I was like yeah I really do and he's like you know you don't need to buy me things so I love you. And I was like, what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I have wasted so much money. Do you have any idea? Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, you do. You're very generous. Oh, it's because I need people to love me. This is the, that's self care. That is not. <laughs> Oh my God, I hope no one listens to this thinking no I'm going to learn something. Nobody, learn about what not to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but self-care, like, and I've, I've, I've thought about this a lot recently, you know, in, in kind of my own mental health and my own kind of pre- basically you're trying to not make yourself feel like shit, right? You're trying mm. to make yourself not feel sad, trying to be a good parent, trying to be a good person. How do you get there? You have to do a bit of nourishing of self. And it is like for me it's reading books and I'm I'm really loving going to yoga and meditation classes at the moment and doing like collage classes and they all sound very, you know, self-indulgent and very middle-agedly but (laughs) yeah like that stuff like and that is it doesn't it's not for anybody else it's just for me I'm not on my phone I'm just in the moment I am in me it is not a pedicure Whoa. um relax <laughs> Whoa. it is it is not that time um, slot <laughs> but i i, I, I and it's funny because when you're tired what you think is self-care is oh, instagram yeah i know or like yeah like uh, the this the reels oh they're so nah. funny oh yeah you do send me a lot of stuff you are very good at at, at picking up funny instagram things reels instagram. just like you're tired at the end of the night you're like <laughs> yeah next are you on tiktok do you watch TikTok? No, no i'm not either I but it's, i think that. that's the same thing as the instagram yeah. reels it's what the kids say but i um <laughs> i i i don't i i i'll go through, i just get sucked into just like the stories at the yeah. top just scrolling along it's not self-care and this is it's, it's not it's actually interesting in context to something else that's been in the news recently there's been a lot of conversation about the pokies and the what it does to the people's brains and why people get addicted and all these terrible stories in the media about people who have lost everything to mm. the pokies one woman who's 
recently got out of prison. She was at Tarangal, which is a um, which is a back end Victorian prison. Stole almost half a million dollars from her boss to feed the pokies, and she was talking about how she fell into her addiction and what it meant for her, and how she went from this, you know, law-abiding, generous citizen and parent who was a really, you know, collaborative community person to somebody who would, you know, thief in that way, mm. in an enormous way. And she was like, the, I'd go there and it was my only sense of joy and happiness. And and there's this incredible book, which I can't remember right now, so you just have to trust me that it's the ba- real. The Bible. It's called The Bible. Yeah, I know it well. <laughs> and Jesus said that the pokies of the RSL are bad. Yeah. He didn't he did. say that he should have. He's dead. Fuck, it would have saved us yeah. a lot of time. I <laughs> know, Jesus, fuck. Oh, God, oh, so many oversights by that thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, uh, the... the it talks about dopamine and how our brains perceive dopamine. It's like these little hits, right? So it's chemical bursts. It's what happens when you post a photo on Instagram and someone likes it. You get a little burst in your brain which is like, yeah, you did good. And your body's like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Same thing when you look at a reel on Instagram is that little burst of dopamine. Your body's like, yeah, do it again. Same yeah. thing that happens on pokies where our brains, you know, our, our brains have not adapted or evolved in this context we've got so much stimuli and so much kind of immediate and global interaction and so much content and we're still in that brain stage where we actually really need that hit of dopamine for things like yeah fuck yeah we killed that Mm. deer yeah we did that together yeah and then the community is like we're going to do that again because that felt really good right that's that's you know one of dopamine's purposes but now, you know, everything that we operate in, you know, capitalises on that dopamine hit, everything from supermarkets to pokies to the internet. And um, I don't remember why we're talking about Because this. you were talking about how you killed a deer. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Uh, that gave that a hit dopamine. So <laughs> this is big good Sheila's. <laughs> I don't know what gets you off Claire. But fucking hell, it's not the deer's fault. It's not there. Leave them alone. <laughs> but, yeah, I reckon like, I'll get, like, when I'm tired, I'll get on my phone and I can lose so much time. Because oh, I'm tired. like, dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. Oh, my God. I not think self-care. I'm doing something and I'm not. And with, because uh, of, uh, so in the comedy world, I guess, because I'm really new to it, but mm. uh, it's changed a lot. So you, it used to be you get famous from, um, or you get successful is probably a better way to put it, from, going to gigs and mm. getting better at it and um, then like getting like the gala and then getting a bigger room and then maybe like a laugh. Yes, and then you kill it like you do with the deer. <laughs> <laughs> kill him. Kill everybody. I know. It, and so like there's like I guess like the trajectory to success seemed yeah. a little bit like uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's more straightforward but I don't know. Like maybe that's a... Um, an arrogant way to look at it. However, now with the thing called the internet, the thing that's in your car, Claire, um, people <laughs> get famous as stand-up comedians from TikTok, from like just at home videos. And I'm not saying that's bad. Good on them. That's how the times have changed mm. and that's amazing. However, I don't know how to do that. And I don't know how to do that. So it means that like I will be, I'll I'll, I'll post something and I'll be like, is that what you want? And then it would be like, sometimes it goes really well, sometimes whatever, whatever. But what you were saying before is like, it's like how many likes does it get? People would check that. Mm. And how many views does it get? And I can't 
do it. Yeah. Lucas is like, how many likes did that that thing, that video get? I'm like, I, I don't know because I can't look at it because I know, I know the way that my brain works is that I will, it's such a slippery slope yeah, and I'll be checking it yeah. all of the time. And your brain will be like, again, that dopamine hit, be like, oh, someone hits people liked it or the opposite will happen and you won't get that hit and then the inverse will happen. Mm. Your brain will be like, oh, no, I feel really bad about myself. Yeah, and what am I doing with my yeah. life? So my, as a comedian up in Brizzy who I love dearly and we made a few videos together, her name is Emma Zamet and we made uh, this video call uh, which was like the two types of mums at um, oh, after school really care. Funny. Thanks. The first, we did like a bunch of like we did so a bunch of videos together, like a bunch of like clips, at, and then I took all of that footage and then I just edited together what I thought were the best bits, and mm. I just think they were the best bits. And I, put, I posted that and it went fine. Like it was just like okay, yeah. Like I don't know what great is, but I was like, oh yeah, okay. I thought people would like that a bit better. That's okay. And then just because there was so much uh, leftover footage, I just put together like what I thought was just like the, the leftover. Yeah, the offshoot. Like the bits <laughs> like, I guess that's okay. Put those together, posted that. It went fucking mental. Oh. Part two. Crazy. Went, like, you know, like the sequel. <laughs> no one bought tickets to. People loved it. I was like, what? Oh, okay. What? So I'm like, it makes no, it, there's no rhyme nor reason no. for me personally as to why something works and why something doesn't. And I think that if I were to try and work it out, I would be, um, I would, it would do my head in. It may, it, it, it does feel a lot better, I think. And, you know, we've both created content together and I feel like thinking about it as like a, a, a chemical reaction in your brain, like do you get that dopamine hit? If you do that, you can, you're more inclined to like it. Like it's just our silly, silly primitive brains reacting to things. And oh my god, we should make a video about <laughs> that. We should. One. Doesn't matter, and let's just see how it goes. In like light of this, you can film it in your fancy car. I can film it in my house that's a bin, and then we can put something together, and then we'll just see how it goes, just for research purposes. Exactly, good research. It'll purposes. be funny, but. You know, I think going back to the point of this conversation is that, like, you know, we've both been in a doom scroll at night thinking, oh, this is self-care, drinking yeah. our Aldi Rosé. Mm. It's not. It's not. And I think I think one of the things, I'll say a couple of things about self-care. It is not something that gratifies anybody else or kind of goes to your aesthetic self. It is not something that's a dopamine hit, like social media or the pokies, anything where it's like immediate gratification and repetitive gratification. So uh, self-care, I think, especially in our frantic, fucking stressful modern time is something that slows you down and forces you to be present and just in yourself. And so that might be it's something regulating, right? It's something steady because anything that calms us down and helps us just be in the moment that we're in is really good for our brains. It's good for our bodies. It's good for our nervous system. It's going to help us stay steady and regulate stress as it comes. And all of this machinery brought around, you know, the industries of self-care, which are pointed toward women, which is about making women feel shit about themselves, they're not because they do the opposite of that. They're about gratification and immediacy of gratification because if you have lovely hands and toenails, you've got nice hair and someone says, hey, you look good, that's a dopamine hit, right? And you're not getting it from you. You're getting it externally. So mm. the steady, constant, inner, you know, safety and steadiness is 
that, that anything that gives that to you, that is self-care. And if you don't that have that or some form of that in your life right now, I would welcome you to explore mm-hmm. it because it has changed really. It has helped me so much and it this can be free. This is a formal invitation <laughs> from Claire to you. Myself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Come in. Come on in. Everybody <laughs> clears it. Everybody <laughs> come in. This is Claire. <laughs> this podcast's taken a it's turn me. for the worst. Hi. <laughs> it's safe space. It's safe space. but seriously like it's free as well you go on youtube you go you know anything you can find a free meditation a free yoga yeah i gotta meditate i'm too busy on on the internet i um (laughs) i watching reels no i'm not watching reels i'm just looking at pictures of myself no there's Uh, but you tried to do some self-care this afternoon and we're shifting into the the rage part so if you're like i don't feel like rage oh you don't feel like hearing about shitty fucking shit that men do this is not the time to tune in. Yeah. So, uh, Claire, you tried to do some self-care this <gasps> afternoon, which was in the form of a jog. Yeah, so just busy day at work, bit of a stressful day. Um, just wanted to jog down the creek near where I live and um, was just trying to, I don't listen to music, was just trying to, like, enjoy the nature and turned around and there was a dude just jacking it off on the side of the creek. Um, like how far away was he from you when he was masturbating? Oh, God, I don't know, maybe, like, Seven, eight meters? Yuck. So close. I could see I could see it all. Everything There's literally and... not a, a, a distance you could have said then that would have made not me been have yuck. A, a different reaction, <laughs> to be clear. It is uh, so it's seven so meters. Close. I don't know. I'm not yuck. very good with distance. It was Yeah. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. But that it is but it is That's my estimate. Yeah. I could see what he was I could doing. see exactly everything what he was doing. And then I slowed down because I was so shocked and I just like kind of froze and he kept doing it and I looked at him. And then, like, I, I reached my phone and he ran away. And then I, I just kind of kept jogging and then another guy walked past and I was like, hey, this is just what happened. He's like, oh, my God, that's so fucked. And he's like, do you, should, do you, should I call the police? And I was like, it's all right, I'll call the police. And so I ran a little bit further down and I called the police and called triple zero whatever. And then started running home again and I felt really weird and I was like looking in the bushes to see if it was there and I felt really nervous that it was going to follow me. And then the police called back and I gave them more of a description and they were like, we're going down there now. And then they called me back again. They're like, do you want to come give a statement? We couldn't find him, but do you want to tell us what he looked like? Blah, 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 blah. And this was like this afternoon. I feel so angry and I feel so tired because these things happen again and again and there is no space in your life where you're like oh cool I'm just gonna do my thing and you're safe like Mm. it's fucking everywhere and I know that there'd be some people who'd be like oh well he didn't touch you he just just wanged and I was like well that's so yuck a space where I should feel safe a space where I should in broad daylight in the community also who gives a fuck what time of the day it is or what Mm. I'm wearing what I'm doing I should be safe anyway but this is just a series of things. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to talk about this on the podcast, but last year I was getting a normal service that I paid for and I was sexually assaulted by the guy that was doing it and that fucking floored me. It was horrible and I just completely dropped out. And that's also not the first time it's happened. Way worse things have happened to me, you know, as an adult and, and not as an adult. And it is just such a constant fucking presence in your life that that men will 
take advantage of your body and your time and your space and you feel like you're moving somewhere where you're okay and you're just not. And it's not just the thing that happens. It's not just the the dude who's supposed to be giving you a completely normal health service and violates you or the dude that you didn't want to even touch that makes you have sex, like all these things, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the, the aftermath. It's like, it doesn't stop there. It's like, oh fuck, well, you know, I'm an adult now and I work in the sector and I have to be a good citizen. So I have to call the cops and which is what I did today. I didn't want to, Mm. but I knew that I had to. And then I have to go in there and I have to give a statement and I have to talk about what he looked like. And I didn't want to, and I had to, and I know that nothing will come of it because, you know, the police, they, they really do well. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, all my interactions with the police the last couple of years have been really, really good. They've been wonderful, but they are not wizards and people are very hard to find and people are very hard to, you know, hold to account when it's uh, one person's words against the other person. But you carry this everywhere and I feel so tired. Mm. I'm tired of just not being able to just go through life and just experience it without feeling really, really frightened. Yeah, it is really atrocious what happened to you (sighs) today and also with that um, person who you paid for a service and they did exactly what you didn't want them to do. Yeah. It's um and it, it and this is not it's not like you're a unicorn. This is happening no, to it's all happening of us to all of the time. All the time. This is nothing interesting. Or uh, well, new. And also, like, I, what I wanted to point out is how you like the frustration of like, fuck. Now this is actually. It's not only is this a bit traumatic for me, but it's supremely inconvenient. Oh, the labor of it. And like, I have to go through like with the police, and then I, like you said, the police are doing their best. Uh, we all are. And then then they. <laughs> And then they uh, will, ha- you know, well, where were you and what were you doing? And then you have to kind of look or re- re- revisit, like, well, should mm. I have been running by myself in broad daylight? <laughs> and what, because I asked you, I was like, what were you wearing? Because now you're like. <laughs> this is the fuck. So I was wearing exercise leggings and shoes and this T-shirt. Which you I wore shoes. I did. Claire, I told you. <laughs> men cannot handle that. You're asking for it. You should have. Because I was like, this is, because now you're going to, What the reason why I asked that was not to blame you, but it was like now that everything that you're wearing, you're not yeah. going to like it anymore. No. Because well, you So my mid-30s, I was like, I love novelty T-shirts. Yeah, really cool. I've got heaps of them. Super cool. It's so funny. I love that they're funny and I'm not giving up. Like I've got one which is like the Gucci logo, but it says gnocchi. I yeah. love it. I love it forever. And I've got I've got so many of them. They're so funny. The particular one I was wearing when I was going for a run. Oh, and the shitty thing is, Ron, even like telling, starting to say it, I'm like, oh, God, I know that this is going to probably change some people's minds about whether or not I deserved it. No, it's not, but they are going to question. They're going to question whether it's funny or not, that's for sure. (laughs) It's so funny. Okay. Well, it said said MILF and it had a picture for frogs, a frog, and it said, man, I like frogs. Yeah. It's funny. (laughs) I think it's so. Comedic genius. It's so. Anyway, it's just like a harmless, silly T-shirt. And then I got nervous about this silly T-shirt I was wearing. Like, God, I hope the police don't ask me what I was wearing. Like, no, I was wearing running gear. Like, yeah, it's well, that's I wouldn't, I wouldn't t-shirt. wear that running. But They're I would really also, funny. I would also never wear it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's so 
life. <laughs> okay, okay, mate. I put it on Instagram. See if you guys think it's funny. But I thought when you messaged me this afternoon and said, "This is just oh my god, this is what happened," I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, the podcast, but so I was like, fuck, that's dreadful. I was and in my head, I was like, I'll see you soon. And then I was like, what? Why would I see you soon? She just had this horrible thing. I'll see you later. So, in, even in that moment, I was like, of course, she's just going to recover and just come over and we'll just carry on and go to our pod. Yeah. But then I was, it's then I was like, oh, wait. Sexual assault. That's yeah. the bizarre Gross. thing. Gross. Like, yuck. That happened this afternoon and here I am. And it's so fucking and you just normal. Turned up at my house. And you're like, Lara, let's go. I'm, I'm like, I'm obviously in a bit of a funk and I'm a bit cranky, but like, I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll just get along with things. That is how normal it is and I mean it wasn't it, that wasn't the case last year because it was quite physical last year and I definitely went to bits um but like it's just it's 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 really gutting and tiring and you think and, and this is the kind of the naivety and the kind of ingrained ideas that I have within me I'm like I'm getting older I'm yeah. losing my social like worth and like that aesthetic worse surely it's going to happen less that's not how it works. No. It's about power and control. Yeah. It's not about how you look. No, he was, I don't think it, that shirt made him do that. <laughs> but it was, it was, it is, it's that thing of like, well, who, who are you and who am I? And you are a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, he is I'm, not. I know. No. I went to, I was walking through the uh, city the other night on Friday night. I was storming towards my gig um, and I was, um, yeah, I was like, I was in my own little world because I was like, I, I don't want to be late. I get there, go through what I was going to do on the on stage, and then uh, there was three blokes who would have been, you know, in their forties walking towards me. I had didn't think anything of it because, I, like I said, I was very distracted. And then they, uh, one of the blokes went, "Oh, sorry," and he went to, uh, he looked genuinely curious about mm. something. I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And he said, "I just need, can you? Are you from this area?" And I said, "Oh, kind of, yeah. What do you, what do you, what are you, what are you looking for?" And he went, "So you know this area very well." And then two other blokes were just walk, watching on, like you know, very eager audience members. And I said, "Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess so. What do you need?" And he said, "I just looking for where I can get a blowjob." Oh, fuck off. And I looked at him like, "Are you joking?" And his friends like. His friends were so super excited that it was happening and then as soon as the man said that, they went, oh, mate, no. And then I stormed away but I was so angry because I was like this was not the position my brain was in. My brain was in like how do I get these jokes over the line, how do I do this or when I get there, who am I going to see, blah, blah, blah. And then instantly that man just stripped me down to, mm. oh, you, do you remember that you're just a woman? <laughs> and I was so fucking angry because what was I going to say? Yeah, you can't say anything. Nothing. Like you I just went, you also yeah, don't want to put cool. yourself in a position when you say something. Get away. Because like. I was being, I, all I offered him was kindness. Like yeah. He, he said, like, hey, can I? need help? Yeah. Like, he was like, can I have help? And I said, yes. And he said, how about a blowjob? Oh, and he would have pat himself on the back and been like, that was sick. But it really, really took the wind out of me. I was yeah. like, you piece of shit. And I stormed away and I... um. I got to the gig and I said it, I told some of the blokes that I was working with, I was like, do you know what this guy just said? And they were both like, oh, what a fucking idiot. That's so annoying. And I was like, yeah, but also it's not the most outrageous thing you've heard, is it? No. Like this is, and and, and again, he didn't touch me. He didn't, um, he didn't get his dick out, uh, but he just made me feel horrible. Yeah, he felt it and... 
was he, broad he daylight went, as well. He, he it was seven away, o'clock. Just feeling like a little a little kid, an yeah. embarrassed, silly little kid who's been just squished. Yeah, I was like, oh, he tricked me. He <laughs> tricked me into thinking he was just talking to me like a human. Oh, oh, no, okay. you're not that. Yeah, and I feel like I and, and also challenges what I how I feel about myself. Like I feel quite as a person, quite empowered. Like mm. I feel like I know who I am. I I feel like I am. Uh, you know, there's parts of my life that I'm absolutely nailing, um, and heaps are not. But there's parts that I'm like really confident. And what's happening right now and when someone takes your identity and goes this isn't actually yours mm. you've what you think about yourself isn't real because mm. I can just say this and that it and me giving you this sentence has shaken you yeah, cool. to this point yeah. then do you actually know who you are nah. or is this just a trick and it's infuriating it is it really is and it's it's really it's challenging to know that you can be reduced so quickly and yeah. you can become vulnerable and scared so quickly and rattled and, and it's just that the power of it is I think one of the most destabilising things. You realise how much power and control other people who choose to can have over your being and and it's it's just a they're, they're terrible experiences and I think what is even worse right now is that we know that me too's happened, right? Mm. That, so it is in the zeitgeist. We know and we understand as a community how it is okay to treat one another. And maybe 10 years, 15, 20 years ago, it would have been normal to say shit to people on the street or to do gross shit and people would be like, oh, that's, you know, excuse it away or boys will be boys. Now we know as a community that these things are not okay. And sure, there are pockets where maybe the message hasn't whittled down, but you can bet that those blokes on the street know that it's not okay to say that to a woman. You can mm. get that the guy wanking on Maren Creek knows that it's not okay to yeah. do that. And and yet they they choose. They choose to do these things. They choose to rattle and terrify us and 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 reduce us as people. And there's no excuse anymore, but it's still happening. Mm. And it, you know, it is the tip of the ice iceberg. I work in this sector. Horrific things happen to women and children every single day. It's not changing. But this is all part of a continuum, you know. The, all of these things we're talking about are part of a culture that normalises the subjugation of women, that normalises sexual violence, that makes gender inequality the norm. And I just feel so tired, Bron. I feel yeah. really, I feel tired tonight. Like it's not even the rage is fading. I just feel exhausted because mm. it's not changing. Yeah, I have to. I have to agree that it uh, it is still happening, but I I still have just sheer rage. But I mean, that rage doesn't actually come through when I want it to. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, like on the street, did it? Yeah. Like fuck you. You're no, a I didn't. Asshole. And do you know why? Because I didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah, exactly. You're scared. If he was that willing yeah. to say something that fucked yeah. to me when there were people around, I didn't know what he was going to do. <laughs> so I just had to turn around yeah. and walk away. And his friends, like uh, the the only flicker of hope that I had from that wasn't a lot. Was his friends didn't laugh? They went, "Oh, mate!" Mm. Like they were like grossed out by yeah. what he said. They were disappointed, and I really hope that they said afterwards, "Don't fucking say that." Yeah, that's, that's gross. It's not okay. Um, like you, you are a fuckhead if you say shit like that. Mm. 
and I hope they did and it was kind of, but I, I don't know. I have no idea and it's actually not my job to follow No, up. it's not your job <laughs> to think about it. And like but I do my, think about it. My flicker of hope was that, you know, the first person that I saw when I kept going was a young man who maybe was in late 20s, lovely bloke who was like straight away, that's fucked, how can I help? Yeah. Like and that that was his reaction. That's, that, you know, there, there is some hope. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, but at the same time, it, it just—it's very disappointing. And I mean, like, this is obviously we haven't ended. We're not ending this episode on a high, but it, <laughs> oh like, if you, but I think um, we do get this false sense of like it's getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. You know, every now and then it's like, yeah, well, look at us. You know, we've got all of these things happening. We are making it work. <laughs> People are respecting us. Look at all, like you know, in like the comedy world. Look, there's women on the bills all the time yeah. now. Like they're trying to make us matter more and then when you have experiences like this which are so visceral you're like but how has this kind of bled into our day-to-day mm. life and it really you know in moments like that you go oh I don't think we've actually got any better no and I guess it's a call out to the men listening like what are you doing like we're very tired we've carried this our whole lives what are you doing like call out shit behavior you know your mates don't talk about having sex with women. Don't talk about women's bodies. Don't talk about how they look. See them as a person, not an object for your pleasure. And when you want to think like that, challenge yourselves because you are part of the problem. Mm. So I guess this is a two very tired women <laughs> just saying, please fucking do more because nothing is changing. Yeah. And if you are one of those people who calls people out and be like, mate, that's a fuck thing to say, which I'm really hoping those blokes said to that idiot that said, said that thing to me, then good on you and you are doing the right thing. We're very grateful for you. And Thanks, God, great. for you. Thank goodness. <laughs> We're not tired at you. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's your friends. Blame them. Oh. Well, this has been a, a, it's a, a roller coaster, Claire. It has. It talked has about a lot of things. A lot of things. but we And we did have a, a different plan as to how this episode was going to go we but did. in light of that gross thing that happened to Claire at the creek today we just couldn't uh pretend it didn't happen no it is um uh it is happening and it, it's not okay and if you are still feeling quite victimized um then you are not alone and it is still not okay and take care of yourselves take care of each other we love you bye